0: The views and opinions of the guests of the Me, You, Us podcast do not represent the views and opinions of Consumers Energy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Kendra Grobe. She is the manager of retirement plans here at Consumers Energy and no stranger to the Me You Us podcast. So, Kendra, if you'd introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started.
1: Sure. Good morning, Bill. As you mentioned, my name is Kendra Grove. I am the Retirement Plans Manager for Consumers. And for retirement plans, I am talking pension 401k and our DCCP plan. So I've been with consumers. I can't believe it's been a year and a half already. I hired in during the pandemic, so, you know, a little bit different environment, but I love it. Um, Before I came to consumers, I was a senior benefit specialist for a large plastics company, and I have always pretty much focused around retirement as far as resources and benefits go. So I have an extensive background there. Um, Part of my day-to-day work here you know, day-to-day changes all the time. But a lot of what I do is just keep us in compliance with the government. So whether that's uh, rewriting plan documents or summary plan descriptions or filing filings with the government, you know, our 5,500s, all of that falls under my responsibility.
0: So uh, as as we uh, went through the um, introduction, you had talked about a couple of things, pension 401k and DCCP. Which uh, I think stands for Defined Contribution Company Plan, but could you like pull those apart? Give us a little context around what each one of those means.
1: Sure, and you're correct. The DCCP plan does stand for Defined Company or Defined Contribution Company Plan. So the first I want to say there's there's different plans for employees based on things like um, are you salary. Are you a union, you know, based on your date of hire? So it gets a little confusing for the employee base to figure out which benefit plan is mine. So the first thing that I always recommend for them to do, if I don't know off the top of my head, is to go out to Fidelity and then go into your Fidelity net Benefits site. They are the record keeper for all of our retirement plans, and they receive current information from us on what plans the employees are in. So they'll be able to access their own site on there and it will show which plans they're eligible for. So it'll tell them if they're in the DCCP sorry, the DCCP plan as a tongue twister, or <laughs> if they're in a the pension plan. And everybody is eligible for the 401k. So I'm going to break it down. So first or foremost, there's the 401k plan, and that's offered to every active employee upon hire, regardless upon data hire or job type. Uh, The only thing that differs between the job type, meaning union versus non-union, is there may be a different match beginning 2022 because we did do an adjustment to the salaried match. Union employees, we match 100% up to the first 3% and 50% on the next 2%. That's what our employee base is used to and that's what was negotiated. Salaried employees have changed their match in January this year up to 100% of the first 6%. So 401K being available to all of our employees and knowing what your match is, um, I think that's crucial because I really want people to get out there and take advantage of their 401K and their match. Max out what you can, what's comfortable for you for your contribution so you get the full match percentage.
0: And so, So for the folks who might not understand what a 401K is, uh, because it took me a little while to figure it out myself. That is where I contribute a certain percentage of my uh, gross income each pay period. And then the company matches it based on what we talked about here. So this is a plan where I'm actually putting money into the plan and it gets into mutual funds and stock, stocks and all of those different things.
1: Exactly. And if you think about, okay, well, the salaried employees where we match 100% up to the first, first 6%. Put in 6%, folks. Put in more of that, of that if you can. That way you're getting 6% that you contributed, but you're also getting 6% that the the company is contributing for you. So it's like 6% free money. And that goes into your paycheck every week.
0: So it's almost like getting 12% for my 6% if I'm doing the math right. Exactly. Okay, so I, I, I understand that. And, again, uh, for the folks out there, who don't work for Consumers Energy, certainly check with your benefits teams to see what is offered through your plan because the 401k plans are specific to the employer and there's all kinds of different uh, matching programs for those. And then you talked a little bit about a pension. And so some people still receive a pension like I hired in in 1994, so almost 28 years ago. Uh, And so some of us still get that pension plan how does that work, and how do I know if I'm in the pension plan?
1: So, again, if you go into the Fidelity Net Benefits, you'll see a section that says Pension Plans, and you'll be able to click on it. But there were two different pension plans based on hire dates, and that's what people need to know. If For the first one, you needed to be a salaried employee prior to 7-1-2003. If you were a union employee, you needed to be an employee prior to September 1st, 2005. The pension plans were frozen at that point. And that's a term that um, you don't hear very often, but the plans are frozen to new entrants is what that means. So anyone hired after those dates would no longer be in the pension plan. So you can go back and you can look at your hire date. And if you were hired after those dates, you know you're not part of the pension plan you're actually going to be part of the plan that we're going to talk about next.
0: Okay. So I understand that. So uh, folks take a look at when you were hired, but also I can't stress enough, go out to that Fidelity, either the website or the app. I use them both and all the information that you need is out there as well as a number you can call if you have questions that you can't get answered. Uh, So, so let's talk about this third uh, plan, the DCCP.
1: So the DCCP is, is a plan that, Um, is becoming more common with employers because very rarely do you find an open pension plan any longer. So what they did is when the plans were frozen, they developed a new plan and we call it the DCCP, but other employers may call it something else. And what that is, is to kind of make up for uh, newer people coming into the company, the fact that you don't have a pension. So it's an extra contribution that goes into your 401k every pay period Uh, provided by the company, and it's based on years of service or whether you're a union employee or non-union employee. Um, The plan was actually instituted in September 2005. So right after that last pension plan froze, this plan began. Um, The years of service, um, that's going to act as far as how much you're going to get So typically a new hire is going to hire in, like myself, I hired in a year and a half ago. I get an additional 5% put into my 401k. It goes right into Fidelity and it shows up as DCCP. So now let's take a look at our prior math. I put in, say, 6%. I get 6% match. Now I'm also getting an additional 5%. So, you know, you have your 12%, then additional 5%, now we're up to 17% going into my 401k plan every pay period.
0: And for the DCCP plan, that is uh, regardless of what your contribution is um, into the 401k, this is something that happens simply based on years of service then.
1: Right, it is a separate standalone. And in Fidelity, they call it buckets. I don't know why, but they call it buckets so if you get a statement sent to your home you will see on your statement 401k match dccp they'll all be broken into different buckets so you can tell how much is going to each one and if you wanted to check the percentage that's being contributed to you based on your years of service you can again when you go into your fidelity net benefits click on that retirement savings tab this time instead of the pension and click summary. It'll show you under contributions, what your automatic contribution is going into your plan
0: for you. Okay, all good information to have. And so that really kind of breaks out the uh, three different plans that exist at Consumers Energy. I suspect that the pension plan as we uh, get further into the years will uh, no longer exist at all because all of those folks will have retired.
1: Yeah, that's my heavy work base right now, (laughs) it seems like, is everybody in the pension plan is either gearing up for retirement or is actually retiring right now. Um, So I'm getting a lot of common questions from pension plan population. So I thought maybe we could go around a couple of those if you like.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great segue, actually, Kendra. Um, What are some of the questions you get? You've been here for a whole year and a half, but you've been doing this kind of work for quite some time. So what are some of Some of the common questions you get.
1: Well, the first one I get most common, and so does my counterpart in my department, is related to the pension plan. They want to know what day of the month is best to retire on because, say, I want to retire February 15th. That may not be the best date for the actual pension plan because our pension plan states that you must retire on the first day of a month. Now, to get you to that point, you're supposed to work up to the last day or be an active employee to the last day prior to your um, retirement date. So if I wanted to retire February 15th, I would recommend somebody actually retire either February 1st or March 1st and then be an active employee into the last day of the prior month. So January 31st, you know, February 28th as either an active employee working um, or you could take vacation time that you may have accrued and not used or if you're on an active sick leave code because that will take you up to your actual retirement date with no gap in pay
0: well and that that brings up a question uh, that we didn't it really uh, it just kind of popped in my head here and that is if I am retiring and I do have vacation left what what happens with that
1: it, it depends on if you're union or non-union so the first thing I say is, when someone asks me about vacation, go back to your HR manager or your people culture contact and find out what are you eligible for, how much of your accrued and not used.
0: All right, so the answer to the question is check with your people and culture uh, representative in your local area, and they can certainly get that answer for you.
1: I still really need to learn to say people and culture instead of HR, so that's my bad.
0: Well, and for people listening who might not work for Consumers Energy, uh, about a year ago, right right around the time Kendra came on board, uh, we took a look at uh, our human resources. And what we realized was that the term human resources might not really encompass all the work that we do. And so uh, we landed on people and culture and not just a a change of names, but a change of philosophy and how we do business. So... Uh, You know, if you work for here at Consumers, uh, check it out. Uh, Talk to your people and culture representative. If you don't work here, um, you may call it anything from human resources to uh, who knows what name. So be interesting on a survey to hear maybe what uh, your company calls your human resources or people and culture department. But let's not get too far off track. Uh, We were talking about common retirement questions. Um, So what's another question that you get frequently?
1: So another one is, okay, I'm not part of the pension plan. Is there guidelines around when I can be retired there? Or can I retire anytime? Well, the guideline is, if you're not in the pension plan and all you have is the, and I shouldn't say all you have because they're great benefits, if you have the 401k and the DCCP plan, you can retire anytime you want. Um, we'll code it as a retirement, but you're really just terminating from the company, which means your 401k funds now are are yours it's not part of the company plan any longer so you have access to your funds at that point in time so whether you want to do a rollover to an ira or god forbid a disbursement you know how i feel about disbursements <laughs> you can retire at any point under the 401k and dccp plan
0: so kendra i do have a question for you though i know that when i started here at consumers uh, there, You had to be here for so many years before you were fully vested in your 401k. So is there still a time period where that exists?
1: Yeah, the 401k obviously vests immediately because that's your money. But the 401k match has a six-year vesting period. So someone who's been here 26 years, I think you said, or 28 well, years, you are yeah, 20- in your 401k match.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Not that I'm planning on going anywhere anytime soon, but uh, <laughs> good, good information to have. Now, what about the, that, the DCCP?
1: So the DCCP plan has no vesting period to it. So that, again, you see it on your paycheck every pay period, and it goes into your account, but that's invested immediately.
0: Okay, so the dollars that I put in and the DCCP dollars, if I'm not in the pension plan, are all immediately vested. And then any company match outside of that has that six-year vesting period. Exactly. Okay. And, you know, you did mention that uh, you can retire really at any date in a in a 401k plan simply because that's your money and there aren't a lot of um, restrictions from the company on it because it's not a pension plan. Uh, but... I've always been told that it's probably a good idea to talk with someone before I do that, right? Talk to a, a financial advisor or, or an expert or someone that I trust just to make sure that I'm going to be okay if I decide to retire.
1: I would recommend you or anyone speak with a financial advisor um, or even a tax accountant. Just make sure the taxing on issues will work for you. I do know Fidelity. You could call them anytime on their 1-800 number they can't tell you what to do, but they can answer a lot of your questions they might have going into it. And I think I know where you're going. Are we talking about age 59 and a half question there?
0: Yes. Yes. Because there's a, you know, I've talked to my advisor and I'm not going to talk about that advice, but uh, just because you can retire doesn't necessarily mean that you should retire. So yeah, 59 and a half seems to be a magic age.
1: It does. And the reason being is if you took your funds out of your account prior to age 59 and a half, you're going to get a penalty on it. So the government, anytime you take a disbursement out of your 401k, they're going to want their 20%. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. However, if you wait until age 59 and a half, you're not going to accrue a 10% penalty so that's one thing I want people to keep in mind is just that 59 and a half number you could save yourself from getting a 10% penalty. Just wait past that point.
0: And that's, that's good information to have because I know that sometimes people are 55 or 58 and they uh, get that bug and they want to retire and, and start uh, doing other things. And so it's good to know that there's reasons why maybe you should not do that. And also that you should definitely talk to a, uh, a, a professional again, whether it's your financial advisor, your tax advisor, uh, or again, someone that you trust. Um, certainly want to make sure the audience knows that none of what we're talking about today should be construed as financial advice. Uh, we're just giving out information that's available. Um, so we're talking about retirement and we talked about that magic age of 59 and a half. So someone reaches the age they've everything's in line and they're like, I want to retire, what should they do?
1: This is one of the most common questions we get, too. They want to know how far in advance they need to let their supervisor know or they need to begin any sort of form process. So we recommend between 30 and 180 days. Now, 180 days seems like pretty far off, but if you know what you want to do, then fine. My sweet point, I would say, is 60 days. So at that point, you begin notifying your supervisor unless you're comfortable notifying them ahead of time and reaching out and contacting Fidelity. That's going to allow Fidelity to actually begin the process of putting together a retirement package for you if you have a pension plan. Um, You may not need as much time if you're just in the 401k and DCCP plan, but the, the paperwork and the process involved for pension plan ahead at least 60 days. And with the pension plan, I just want to remind everybody, they'll need to request a kit from Fidelity. And all you do is go online and there is a section in there, in your net benefits to say, uh, request pension, whether you're going to do a pension estimate or if you're going to actually request a kit. And then they will send you the forms that you actually need to complete. Uh, We also have an internal form called a 221C. And this is a 221WC, sorry. Even if you are not part of the pension plan, we request that you complete that form because we use that form internally to notify the departments of who is leaving so we can begin the process.
0: Okay, good information to have. You know, something interesting, when you said 180 days seems like a long time out, I retired from the National Guard. And while I am retired, I don't collect my benefit until I turn 60. But you actually have to start your paperwork at age 58 to have everything be done by age 60 so you can collect your pension seamlessly. So uh, for any of you what we call gray area retirees from the military, uh, be sure and read your information packet because there's a lot of great information in there. Um, you know, I'm a planner, so 30 to 180 days doesn't seem like uh, too far out to me. But uh, if if you're not in that situation, just uh, try and think ahead of the things that you need to get done. So, we, you know, we talked about what needs to happen and some timing and, and things like that. But do we have some new resources for people who are thinking about retirement?
1: We do. We have a great new tool that we created at the end of 2021. Um, there is a team from the benefit side and myself. So there was four of us working on this. It's called a retirement readiness guide. This is what we want employees to go to for any common questions that they might have for the retirement process. Think of it as a checklist. It's going to tell you how far out you should do something, what forms you need to complete, who to contact. It's a great tool. Um, We actually have that out there on our new ShareConnect site, which to me is, I'm loving this new ShareConnect site because I have my own retirement page in it. Um, to get to retirement all they need to do is actually click retirement in the search bar and it'll take you out there and you can either just pull up a form or you can go into the retirement page where i'll be supplying additional information as time goes on kind of like a blog
0: so that's good to know that uh, you have this uh, site here internally that not only just has information on it but that you're updating it regularly so uh, for for those of us who work here at Consumers, check that out on our internal site and check it out frequently because it sounds like there will be uh, new and updated information on a regular basis.
1: I'll be posting news articles, but also anytime Fidelity has a you know, free webcast that somebody might want to join, but they're not sure how to access them, I'm going to post them out there underneath my calendar on that site and it will populate up to the company's calendar. Make it easier access for our employees to get this information. But the Retirement Readiness Guide is out there, the 221 forms are out there, and then I will keep adding information as I get it.
0: Well, and it sounds like for our uh, Consumers Energy co workers, this is going to be a great resource, so be sure and check it out. If you don't work at Consumers Energy, talk to your benefits department to find out what they have available to you. It's always uh, in your best interest to know. Uh, what you can and can't do and what's available and all those things. So uh, just remember that whether you work here and, and we've given you the information right here or you work elsewhere, be sure and check all of those things out.
1: I would say, in summary, because Bill, you know me, I can talk about retirement all day long, but I'll put a lot of people to sleep if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to recommend that our employees dig into some of these tools, including the Fidelity site. Um, here at Consumers, one of our big words that we are using is empower. Empower yourself, guys. Get out there and find out what you're eligible for. Educate yourself. It's out there, and if it's not out there, we'll get it out there for
0: you. I can vouch for that. I use the Fidelity site quite frequently. My wife is getting actually getting ready to change jobs here in the near future, and I wanted to find out about some benefits. I had some questions. I uh, found most of my answers right on the app, but I had a couple of questions that I couldn't quite get an answer to. I just picked up the phone and talked to a representative. It was so very easy. I've been able to change my uh, percentage of contribution to my uh, 401k. I've been able to take a look at retirement projections, all kinds of great stuff. So the tools are there for us to use. And then if you have questions, because for me, it's tending, it tends to generate other questions Again, you can either find them in the frequently asked questions, or if it's not a so frequently asked question, you can call. They answer right away. Uh, They have great uh, folks that work there. They're very helpful. So I just can't say enough about this, Kendra. This Fidelity website has been amazing, at least for me and my family, uh, throughout my career here at Consumers Energy. So, uh, And again, if you don't work for consumers, find out what's available to you, and make sure that you're accessing every available resource.
1: Exactly. And, you know, just a quick summary of what we've gone over. Um, Know your plans, get out there, find out, like you are saying, ask questions, contact fidelity, Uh, know what you're eligible for, Uh, match for 401k. We want to make sure that you're maxing out your match. Contribute as much as you're comfortable. This is money on the table for you guys for retirement later. And then know your resources. Use our ShareConnect site if you work for consumers or contact a financial advisor or whoever your retirement plan administrator is. You know, reach out, ask the questions until you get the comfortable answers that you're looking for.
0: Well, and, you know, when we talk about resources, too, uh, the Social Security Administration, I am a veteran, and I just found out. That when I re- when I retire and I'm when I'm eligible for my Social Security benefit, that there's actually some benefits uh, that are offered to veterans for time and service. And we don't have time to go through this whole document. But if you go out to the SSA.gov, that's the Social Security Administration.gov, all this information is out there. So if you fall into any particular certain category, like I'm a veteran, I looked up what some of the benefits are there. So there are just tons of resources available, and you're absolutely right. It's incumbent on upon us to make sure that we do all we can to be successful in our uh, retirement.
1: And as you and I mentioned before, if you have that type of information available, I'm happy to post it on Share Connect. You know, it just makes it one step easier for our employee base to get to it.
0: Yes, and Kendra will actually be posting this information out there. We talked before the show on it. So, Kendra, we are getting close to the end of the program, uh, but I just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to take away from this conversation?
1: Just know your plans. Know what you're eligible for. Ask about key dates. Uh, go to the Retirement Readiness Guide for your first answers. It, it really is a useful tool. It's an easy tool. Um, reach out. Contact Fidelity. Just don't be shy. Let us help you.
0: Well, you know, I do have one last question for you. So, as you know, many companies are getting away from pensions now that we're going to 401k and some of these other plans which help us manage our own retirements uh, in a way that, that we want, along with uh, good advice from from experts. But how long have pensions been around and where did they come from?
1: I had to dig deep into this one because I know with military going way back, there were some forms of pensions, but the first private pension plan was set up in 1875. So if you think about over a hundred years, we've had pension plans and it was put in place by the American Express company. They were one of the only ones to have had it because they were one of the largest companies at the time. And the only guideline that they had on their pension i'm not sure if guidelines even the right word is they had to work for the company for 20 years and reach the age 60. and the funny part is at the time you could receive half your annual salary which was a maximum whopping 500 a year now that sounds like nothing but back in 1875 that was probably a very good salary
0: i was gonna say my how things have changed since 1875. Well, thanks again, Kendra, for coming on. Uh, I think this is maybe our third time getting together, and the information is always so useful and powerful for our coworkers. I hope folks listen and take advantage of the resources that are out there. And I know that uh, sometime in the future, you and I will be sitting down and talking about other topics as well. So thanks again, Kendra.
1: Thanks. I look forward to it.
0: Thank you to the audience for listening in today. The Me, You, Us podcast is proudly sponsored by Consumers Energy, leaving Michigan better than we found it. Remember, you can find the Me, You, Us podcast on all major podcasting platforms. So be sure to go out, find us, and subscribe. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's one 1-800- 800 If you are a veteran or know a veteran who is in crisis, you can call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 for the Veterans Crisis Line. And remember to tune in every Wednesday as we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.